0: I'm going to hide this tape when I'm finished. If none of us make it, at least there'll be some kind of record. The storm's been hitting us hard now for 48 hours. We still have nothing to go on. One other thing. I think it rips through your clothes when it takes you over. Windows found some shredded long johns, but the name tag was missing. They could be anybody's. Nobody... Nobody trusts anybody now. We're all very tired. Nobody trusts anybody now. There's nothing else I can do. Just wait. R.J. McCready, helicopter pilot, U.S. Outpost, number 31. Hey everybody, welcome to the July 2020 episode of the Everyday Italian Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Horror Guy Keenan, here to give you shrieks, shrills, news, updates, and so much more on your favorite holiday on top of horror movies and anything that goes bump in the night. As you guys know, I'm a huge Twitch streamer. When I say huge, I mean not huge at all, but I am big into horror gaming. Uh, If you'd like to come follow me and you like scary atmospheric things Monday through Friday... Uh, head over to twitch.tv backslash horror underscore guy check me out there Um, but with that said I'm trying to keep these in there I'd love to do this show bi-weekly and get you guys a podcast all the time uh it's just kind of tough right now especially with the coronavirus and everything you know just screwing up my my uh my full-time employment i'm out of work currently so right now you know i have a uh, a patreon going for the the mutants and monsters in the everyday selling podcast uh that is patreon.com horror underscore guy there's all these different kinds of tiers on there where i send you some of the stuff that i work on on etsy um jack-o'-lanterns and things like that as incentives for for saying thanks for just kind of putting something out there there's a tier for just saying, hey, we, we like what you do. It, it's 2 bucks. It just says, hey, you, you're awesome, too. $6, which is like the subscription, and that's when you start getting things. Uh, but yeah, that's it. And it, it. It's not too crazy. And again, I'm not going to ask anything from you guys if you don't have anything to spare. This show is a love labor of Halloween, and I want you guys to enjoy it 365 days a year. Regardless, the Patreon's just there to say thanks. So with that said, let's get right into News. Oh boy. So theaters have not been open. There's not been any new movies. I mean, there's been movies. So let's see. These are the new movies that I've seen. (laughs) Let's go through the movies that I've reviewed. So I went to the theaters to see some of these um, in 2020. Uh, We're going to start off with uh, the grudge. That was the grudge. I guess *Sequelish* reboot was, was not very good. I don't really remember it that well. Um, underwater, which was pretty okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, oh, sure. And I think Hansel and Gretel. And then after that, that was like my last movie in theaters. After Hansel and Gretel, the movie shut down. So we got everything else. I did see Invisible Man in theaters. I did see The Hunt in theaters. Um, but yeah, after that, it was literally nothing. So what have we gotten on demand so far? Well, um, Scooby-Doo. We got the Scooby-Doo movie on demand, which we'll talk about a little bit review-wise. Uh, and then uh, You Should Have Left has come out on video on demand. So that's our other horror movie. Uh, if we're not including Justice League Dark, uh, which is a great little thing, and I think there's another Justice League uh, Dark animated movie on the DC streaming service. But it's been very barren right now. And, you know, that's that's all due to coronavirus and, and just the COVID-19. Uh, theaters are talking about you know getting back into full swing in mid-july um amc theaters has put out a statement being really pissed at universal pictures because of them putting on troll twos on video demand saying they'll never put on another universal picture at the amc theaters which is a blatant lie if they like money and they want to keep the film business a boom especially right now with how crazy things are they're not gonna not. They're not gonna push away the uh, Invisible Man money. They're not gonna push away Fast and the Furious money and Godzilla and Kong. Like get the get the hell out of here with that. Um, so a lot of a lot of theater chains are kind of freaking out and, and and movie studios and it's 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 a weird time. But they're talking about removing seats to kind of give everybody um, a bit a bit of distance. The eight foot distance in the theaters now. There's also uh, just like you know you can get the like a little bit of yellow tape across the two or three seats so that way. You know, people will sit there and they don't book those specific seats. Uh, it'll be interesting. You know, I'm a huge fan of the, the app service when it comes to theaters, uh, where you just kind of go and you pick a theater and you reserve it right then and there and show up. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be a guinea pig or not in July when they start trying to get you into theaters. I know there's big movies that are like Mulan and the new Christopher Nolan movie. Um, I know they're not horror movies, but they, you know, he could dress up for Halloween, so I'm going to talk about it. Uh, but. Yeah, the, you know, the, they want to get people into the theaters to see that so they can double dip and then sell it to you on, on demand. When you go straight to video on demand, you know, the theaters lose out on the half that revenue. Um, now, I've had this discussion a lot with all people, especially on my stream, um, whether or not, you know, I I'm, I'm, oh, I would rather have everything be put on video on demand. You know, have every new release come straight to video on demand or right to your home. Um, you know, I like going to the movies. You know, and it's, uh, you know, back in the day, it was a risk I was willing to take. You know, maybe getting sick, or you know, maybe having that jerk-ass guy behind me that's you know kicking your seat. You know, and like, there's always those situations. Someone's phone goes off. Um, but I've kind of like figured out a way to counterbalance that. Like every now and then it happens, but like you know, certain times if you go during the day or yeah, you know, you don't go through a crowded theater, you can kind of get away with a good movie-going experience. So I, I still like going to the movies, regardless. After all that, I like going to a concession stand and being able to grab whatever i want i like having a larger than life movie screen in front of my face uh that i can't i'll never have this experience ever again watching this movie on a screen that size, i like having the overabundance dolby digital surround sound that sounds way better than this movie will ever sound in any house that i ever go to i don't care unless you're freaking shaquille o'neal and you have a theater in your house uh you're never going to take that movie experience away on top of just enjoying a movie with others yeah it's fun to take your friends or your significant another or your family member uh, but even if you go to the movies by yourself there's just something about sitting in a theater and laughing along with other people or gasping in horror as something happens and going man you see how many people just fucking jumped during that scare like it makes you excited that okay this is that kind of validates it like this is a good horror movie i I know you don't need validation from other people to tell if it's a good horror movie or not but at least you can gauge that okay this movie is scary to the to the populace you know it's kind of like a it's a weird way of connecting you know especially now in this day and age where we're all stuck inside But I'm a big, huge advocate of not getting sick and not spreading the coronavirus and staying safe as as much as possible. So yeah, I don't know. I know these theaters are going to start putting out classic films like Indiana Jones and Blade Runner uh, in theaters just to get people to go out to them while Mulan and these other bigger blockbusters are out there. Um, I'm just not sure if I want to risk myself for Indiana Jones when I can watch it on Blu-ray at home or on demand but you know if they start taking things away from us guys uh on the streaming services you know there's a lot of talk right now about that kind of stuff they did something recently where they put the entire catalog of south park on there but they didn't include about four or five episodes and they were episodes you know making fun of uh different country leaders or something like that uh you know you can you can take scott tenderman's parents and eat and, and feed them to him um but that's you know the other stuff is where they draw the line and they're gonna take those episodes out uh same thing with i think netflix right now they have they have community um and they took out the dungeons and dragons episode which is funny because that's like one of the most funny episodes of community um but they took it out because chang uh he wore uh black paint on his skin uh, a white wig pointy ears and he was a dark elf uh, for those of you familiar with dungeons and dragons lower dark elves are are very they're they're like evil not so all the time evil but they're mostly evil uh elf uh and they're like nighttime black you know but people you know they didn't want to rescue it with you know um blackface and so they just politely took it off so they would not get any uh flack on that but i feel like they're getting flack on it because they took out one of the best episodes of community and i think people are smart enough to know that that's a, a night elf and not blackface um but maybe not maybe or maybe humanity is stupid and they and they, they they would shout and cry about it whenever it's blatantly not anything raises whatsoever but you know that's what we're we're heading at right now now there are all are good avenues with this and i don't want to stay on this topic too long because i know it's a, a hot button topic and everything um walt disney world switching over in walt disneyland you know splash mountain to um to princess and the frog still gonna be a splash mountain kind of ride just with themed princess and the frog and not song of the south uh song of the south as some of you might know is a disney movie uh with cartoons and live action um depicting uh slavery and the tar baby and the brer uh fox brer brer, brer, brer rabbit um and uh you know i think i think that's a that's that's a, that's a good move you know that's a good move on on walt disney's well if he was still alive. walt disney world and walt disneyland's part um I think it's a good way to update their park uh and also uh you know it's kind of like um voice actors um you know, you know they, they, it's always been a weird thing with apu right you know having uh you know the voice actor of Hank area be the voice actor of apu who's uh indian um you got the cleveland show which is a white man doing a, a black man's voice there's a lot of this stuff out there and it's been going on for a while and then some people have been okay with it and some people haven't been um it's just strange that South Park's like really one of the only places that can really get away with that. It's the, it's the umbrella of everybody's just messed up in the world. And we make fun of legitimately everybody under the rainbow. Um, but you know, sadly America overall cannot be that way. And we really need to work on things. We need to, um, you know, look at, look at things from other perspectives, uh, help out one another, but also not tarnish what is already there. Uh, changing voice actors and, um, Things like that—that's understandable. Um, but just completely mixing a character, like taking who out of the Simpsons, like why do that? Like why not just get another voice actor and keep that fun character in there, and maybe you know tell a bit more of a story to kind of like keep it grounded. There's always a better way, you know. Um, just don't ruin the art. Don't ruin the art of these things. Just kind of you know work around them. Black Lives Matter. We can all uh, get this all together and and, and make it whole. Um, but yeah so right now it's it's a little crazy uh one thing that has really happened due to coronavirus is a lot of things are closing down right now uh these are a lot of novelty shops a lot of things that you know you and i uh would probably go to Uh, stores um shops just brick and mortar places comic book stores things that are uh of fun nature uh apparently like right now it's, it's not time for fun nobody can socialize with anybody so everyone needs to stay inside and, and there's no grouping grouping is you when know, more than four or five people are together i learned this working at university orlando when we would work there and you'd stand around and talk with your friends that are working uh they would they, i think they would say it was grouping or clumping please you guys guys you're clumping you have to disperse we don't mind if you're in the streets but don't be in a group together <laughs> oh big corporations um so yeah uh they, we can't be we can't be clumping Right now, and we only have our, our our distance away. Uh, but this is sad because this leads to Ruby's costumes It's filing for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy after COVID nineteen quarantine. Uh, you know they've supplied Halloween costumes and and props and toys for for a while now. They're just one of the many that are going to be you know taxi and, and just going away because they can't survive the Halloween season if there even, even is one this year. Uh, and we've been talking about that a lot on the stream and with other people. You know, there was a fake release the other day about Halloween Spirit Store saying that they couldn't do this year, you know, to like to stay positive. It, it got debunked pretty quickly and said somebody just made it up, which I don't know why someone would want to like get people all riled up like that. That Spirit Store is not gonna have Halloween stores this year. I mean if anything Okay, here's let's, we're just, all right we're gonna go right into this, all right? This is we're gonna talk about is Halloween happening in 2020 or is halloween even a thing that can possibly work in a covid 19 world i think it can i think halloween done safely and securely can work there's just a lot of caveats that can that need to get adjusted here so let's go down these halloween parties um are, are probably like the, the main concern right your block parties your you know your big clubs Big places filled with people, uh, all drinking and partying and have a good time. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's gonna be a hard one. I, I feel like if anything you can do right now, or at least in October, whenever Halloween comes around, and you still want to keep your Halloween spirit alive and still have a good time, is, uh, personal Halloween parties. And a personal Halloween party is basically what I have every single night. I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, and what it is, it's, it's, you know, the people that you're living with or you're under your roof with, um, you know you 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 got a mask on so you're already halfway there uh you know just put some music on put some movies on enjoy yourselves um make it your month you might not have your your one day but halloween is more than that halloween is a is a very i'd say spiritual thing but it's not really a spiritual thing i mean for maybe for wiccans it is uh i it is a in a way it's a feeling in the air it's uh, i don't want to get too hippie on you guys but you know halloween does have a feel and for some it lasts all month long in october and it spills into september and then for some of us it spills into august and a little after november or a little into november and it's just one of those things that you know like watch your favorite horror movies this year um you know make something throw it throw it on etsy you know like go, just kind of get involved with your own make this your own personal halloween year because you know you're not going to be able to be socializing as much um and yeah if you can if, if by august and october and september we can get a decent number back down like maybe have a few friends over uh with mass on i don't want to say that right now because it's still in july and we're telling people to Stay away, but I, I think you know having a mask on and, and being a little bit distant, but all kind of like sitting in a circle, like a séancey type of circle. You're um, just doing fun things together. Maybe have a movie on in the background, snacks, food, play Dungeons and Dragons, World of Darkness, something just fun, neat, you know. And staying safe and making sure no one's getting sick. Don't share drinks. Don't share uh, stogies, you know. <laughs> just keep everything on yourself. Uh, but just just be just be very careful. Um, well, now, when it gets down to trick or treating. That's a really big concern. Now I don't have kids, so I can't really speak from that that angle or that heart. But that I'd imagine right now, if I had kids, this would be a very hard time. This would be a really difficult challenge to tell your children not to interact with other kids. Now I'm sure for a lot of kids, that's probably no problem because they're probably inside playing Fortnite, anyways. Um, and you want them to get out and play, and you're dry, they're driving you nuts. But in this case, for Halloween, um, I mean, I've, I've seen some towns get rained out. I've seen t- some towns get snowed out um, on Halloween and, you know, I don't, I don't think it's bad to, to get a costume and maybe like walk around with the kid and, you know, maybe have candy at home, come back home and you have all different assortments of candy, like get creative guys, you know, like how about, how cool would it be to like make each room a creepy, spooky environment for, each, for your kid and walk them around and have them find candy, like an Easter egg hunter, just try and do something cool and interesting and, and new for them to keep that Halloween spirit going, you know? Um, and yeah, maybe walk around the block and let him let, uh, let other people see it on Halloween. Just don't go door to door. Don't, uh, you know, don't take anything from a stranger, uh, today. It sucks, man. It really is such a bummer that we can't do that this year. Like before, I mean, I'm not going to lie the last couple of years, you know, and I had a house, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I gave candy out to kids and everything, you know, it was nice to see, you know, kids coming by, but it was so sparse, especially in Florida. Like there was hardly any houses that decorated on the road. You know, I was always the one that had lights and up on my roof and nailing things. And, and like that guy on the block, you know, and uh, it was great getting out candy. So it, it, it sucks that even then there was less kids coming out. I hope in imagine maybe up north or maybe in California, it's a little bit more big and, and parents are trying to get their kids to go back out there. But just now they can't like this year is like the, you no, know, you like you need to be safe. We disinfect every single thing that will, comes into your home um but yeah it's a real big deal i mean especially for something that your kids are taking from a stranger and consuming in their mouths this year um so yeah i would just i don't know, honestly buy the candy myself um you know and and, and be able to kind of like give my kid his own personal or her own personal trick-or-treating experience around the house or around the yard or then like on halloween night let her walk around in her costume in the neighborhood i think that's a fun time and that kind of gets something out of it you know uh, but yeah it's really weird this year um you know everybody's saying where you like idiots who aren't wearing a mask like wear a mask to save halloween at least if you don't care about anything else you care about halloween and i'm sure those people will be like no and it's like okay i just dismissed you entirely like, yeah, whatever um, <laughs> but yeah it's 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 gonna take a lot of a uh, time and effort on our part to do the better thing and just try and be safe and have our own personal holidays. think of yourself like you're in the world of ready player one and you're stuck inside and you're you have to just do the virtual reality thing there's there's special ways to to live this life and be safe and hopefully we can make 2021 the year that we can all go back out the year that we can all socialize again and you know even then though like just kind of stay safe in 2021 you know like you know what i will not let my friend drink from my beer just in case i you know who knows who knows but yeah I, i i've seen official word from uh walt disney world saying that they have canceled mickey's not so scary halloween party uh, which is a huge thing here in Orlando. I'm not sure if it got canceled in California or not. I'm pretty sure it did. Um, that's like a, a cesspool of, of, of kids with sticky hands and, and, and thousands of people in line. And they're just, that got nixed. Um, next up is Halloween Horror Nights here in uh, Universal, Florida and over in California. Um, that is a uh, TBA at the moment. They have not said whether they're canceling it. I think they're completely waiting this out and writing it out which i don't blame them at all uh usually they'd be announcing houses right now on the podcast i would be going through them and you know we talk about like what we would think is coming out and what it's not um uh, you know the houses are built the show has been tested at the at the fear factor auditorium i've seen footage of them testing that that the academy of villains show and i've seen footage of, of houses going in so universal's already put the money into to build all this stuff it's now it's whether we come or not so it, you know we got to look at that stuff you know it, it, If they have to scrap it, people say, well, what if they do it the month after? And I'm like, November, you want to do Helen Hornets in November? No, like I think they would just scrap it entirely. Um, It's a bummer, but, you know, it's it's what it is. I know Jason Blum at Blumhouse has held off on airing the Halloween Kills trailer because they want that to be in theaters. They want to get that, 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 that beat, that hit for the, from the summer movies. You know, that's a big spot for them this year and they've been holding off on it so whether we even get a new halloween movie if halloween kills even comes out uh, around halloween time or not this year we'll see um but would you rather just have it on demand i don't know i mean i guess i guess this like i don't mind this year being the year that like well fuck it i guess i just need to watch these movies at home you know and then like maybe put them out in theaters and be like oh remember that movie didn't come out in theaters around then because of coronavirus so now they're putting in theaters for a special two-year anniversary i don't know but at least, you know, we'd be able to get to watch these movies regardless. It's just it's very dry right now with, with new media. And like we're, we're finally catching up to whenever coronavirus hit for a lot of these places. Uh, like Walking Dead doesn't have a season finale right now. It just kind of ended. <laughs> There's a lot of other ones that just kind of drop off and they're like, oh, well, this is where it's at. It's funny if you watch um, one of those uh, Not America's Got Talent, I think it is. They're getting to the point now and it were like Heidi Klum's not there. She got really sick. And like they still like the judges start dropping off and like the audience is starting to like not show up anymore uh, because, the, you know, this was all going on at this time. So now we're getting to a point where like more media was being made. So whenever the coronavirus first happened and we were inside, it was like, hey, movies are still coming out and things are still coming. This is great. Well, now we're starting to hit that point where like things aren't coming up. Okay. It's kind of a bummer, but uh, yeah, we have to think of, think of something. I know Robert Rodriguez right now. Robert Rodriguez out in Texas is trying to make uh, the first uh, Hollywood safe quarantined made film like going out there and making sure everybody follows regulations has their masks their at distances um but there's still people saying you know that's putting people's lives at risk um so i don't know i don't know if he's going through with it or not but that's still news developing um all right guys that's not even news that was just my rant about how things have been going right now with the quarantine i mean i'm out of a job um everything hurts but we're still trying to push forward i hope you guys are all doing well um all right let's go in the rest of the news uh we're gonna lightly touch on the Sinestate stuff i don't know if you guys are familiar who Sinestate is the company uh but they work with fangoria and a bunch of other um bigger uh horror entities out in uh, texas um and adam Donahue, uh got sexual charges uh with a 16 year old girl yeah um this isn't good. Uh I don't know if any of you follow film Twitter, but um you know, this this spun film Twitter in a in a in a circle and it still doesn't come back from it. Um just knowing that these predators and these people are out there in the film industry doing this stuff, and this is, you know, horrible. It should not stand. You know, you're at work if you're on a film set. Like you should feel safe around these people. And on most film sets that I've ever been on and I've worked on You know, everybody is always, you know, really cool, really nice. Um, You can get those those assholes every now and then. Um, I've seen it happen before, and there are prima donnas that think their shit doesn't stink. Um, And that's usually the higher-up people, the people with money. And I hate to say it, but it's a lot of producers. Um, Adam Donahue was a producer on um, a few films, uh, including, I don't know if you guys remember, Ghost Story with Casey Affleck. I know he also had a a little thing... Of sexual charges, which I that has nothing to do with each other, but just it's kind of funny how that, that all works together. Um, but uh, apparently on the set of uh, VFW, um, there was a whole uh, sexual harassment thing that they had, was found out afterwards. Um, one of the actors from Dust Till Dawn that was in the, the picture, uh, made a, a pass at a girl or, or said something you know pretty in off color to her and um she didn't bring it up until after production had already wrapped so the movie had already come out that was whatever but then this all came out and then you know they're under fire for it right now you know um obviously adam has been uh taken to jail and you know he'll have his trial soon we'll see what happens with that um and it's just another gross person taking advantage of you know their power of their money uh, to get what they want and I'm glad this guy is uh is getting the the, the book thrown at him because this is some gross stuff so all these things are in the uh, are all in the air you know it's, it's not Fangoria's fault they're just associated with certain people that had money and power uh and now all these things are kind of trickling down and people are backing away from other people on on, on twitter and film twitter uh it's just a very weird place on top of it. everything else that's happening in the world it's bad it's just it's you know it, people feel kind of gross going on and I hate that um you know just treat women with freaking respect that's all i can say apparently david Kep has turned in his second treatment of bride of frankenstein to universal pictures uh being his uh being very close to them with jurassic park and all uh, it'll be very interesting to see how uh, his take on the bride will work especially since we don't have a frankenstein movie yet but he does relate it to saying that it is a uh, very relevant uh, today's uh, world with the Me Too movement, and that the bride is not a creature that's built together, kind of like Frankenstein's monster was, but more or less how she was just a uh, woman resurrected, and people wanting to take ownership of her. Uh, that speaks very well to today's uh, craziness going on. So I think that'll be very interesting, and like to see more of that. Thank God it's not tied to the Dark Universe, <laughs> uh, Bruce Campbell. Has named The Hole in the Grounds Lee Cronin as the director of the New Evil Dead film there's a New Evil Dead picture being the works and apparently it's taking place on a skyscraper who saw that coming who saw Evil Dead on a skyscraper in 2020 I didn't uh, that'll be interesting taking the concept away from a cabin in the woods I feel like Evil Dead is best when it's a cabin in the woods now it wouldn't be the first departure from the series as Army of Darkness was in Night and shining armor times like <laughs> we were in castles and i mean i guess it's kind of like a little close to, to a, a shed but yeah it's gonna be a tad different but uh, you know i'm all i'm all for it i mean we just had um joe lynch's mayhem and that was like a whole like going up the tower of this giant skyscraper trying to get to the top where the main person resides the baddie so for this it would be i don't know i don't know how they would do this but it's very interesting i haven't seen it done so put it in my eyeballs So last Halloween, I went as uh, Leslie Vernon, the killer in uh, The Rise and Fall of Leslie Vernon, Behind the Mask. Uh, This is a really funny meta horror film uh, about a documentary team following around a slasher. Uh, Well, David Stevie, the creator of that film, uh, he's writing a new Netflix horror comedy called The Hills Have Eyes for You. uh, And that'll be directed by Eli Craig, who is the director of Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. So you cannot imagine how excited I am to watch this hilariously funny horror movie on Netflix uh, whenever it happens. Uh, So keep an eye out for that. If you haven't already checked it out, all three seasons of NBC's Hannibal are now streaming on Netflix, by the way. Um, I was one of those people that watched, I think, first two seasons and then... It left and I was like, ah, crap, it got cancelled So now I'm excited to go back and finally Finish up Hannibal Uh, Also, The Car, I don't know if you guys ever heard of this film The Car, but it is also on Netflix And it is fantastic Please watch The Car on Netflix Today (laughs) Scream Is coming back, seems like everything's coming back Right? Well, David Arquette Will be returning as Officer Dewey Was it Dewey? Or was that the one in Scary Movie? It was Dewey Doofy was the one in scary movie. Officer Dewey is coming back to Scream. Uh, but we don't know if he's actually playing him or if it's another whole meta idea with the Scream franchise. Uh, but they did say that uh Ghostface will be making a return uh and the guys behind VHS uh and uh, Ready or Not will be behind this new Scream movie. So that'll be really cool. Um you know it's interesting to think uh so here's my pitch for the screen movies and it's not probably not not a hot take but i think it's still fun so everybody's basically been killed off right S- sydney prescott's probably like the only person that's i think is still alive through all of this well what if in this new one we could bring back matthew lillard Stu, and and, and you know everybody just bring back all the entire cast uh but like change them around have sydney be the drew barrymore character in the beginning but don't make her drew barrymore's character into the blonde wig and stuff just make her a sydney and she gets killed right the first five minutes of the movie and now we're following around these other the other characters and maybe uh you know they have friends or they have kids or whatever they're going to school but we still see Stu and like maybe kind of work in a story where that where no one's really safe all cards are off the table, and we still have all the fun actors that we really enjoyed from the original films, all doing different things. I, I, you'd have to play a meta. It would basically be because of the first film, Wes Craven made it as a parody, uh, or not m- much of a parody. I mean, he made Nightmare on Elm Street. He is one of the first like veterans of slasher, next to like you know John Carpenter, uh, you know, and we could have like so he's he kind of birthed this thing and scream was kind of like that it was like what if they knew about the rules of horror movies and we did a slasher based on those rules i mean west craven's been doing that since uh, new nightmare right so he did new nightmare he broke out of it and kind of told a meta story with that scream comes out it's another meta horror movie about the about knowing the rules of horror movies and then the other screens came out and they were just kind of basically like stab they were all like sequels to scream right will make this movie about remakes about like how we've gotten we've gotten tons of these you know redos and tries and revisions and things like that but you as the audience are now watching these characters that you've already seen rise and fall are all playing who's who's good who's bad i think that would be really fun probably won't happen but wouldn't that be neat (laughs) all right what else have we got here Make sure to check out Umbrella Academy Season 2 arriving on Netflix January 31st. That'll be really fun. I enjoyed the first one. In fact, they sold really cool Halloween costumes of the Umbrella Academy kids on Amazon. So uh, If you're looking to be one of those guys, I'd grab that costume real fast, real quick now because uh, they go very quickly. I remember last year being bummed there were only certain sizes left around Halloween time. (laughs) In my size. Uh, Swamp Thing is headed to the CW this fall because again, nothing is uh, able to film and be put on TV because of the coronavirus, so they're just taking whatever they've got in the storage and putting it out there for you all uh, I think, uh, what was it, Nosferatu uh, Stephen King's son, Joe Hill, his show Nosferatu, that was a uh, was, was it on AMC for a while? then went to like Shutter. I think it's back on AMC again, I don't know just a lot, they're taking a lot of stuff that like was exclusive, but it's not exclusive anymore because we, we got to put stuff out there. Uh, I think HBO Max has Doom Patrol. Uh, it's a weird world we live in. Um, <laughs> new Unsolved Mysteries uh, should be out today, July 1st. So that's really cool. Uh, I was a huge fan of the original Unsolved Mysteries. Um, I just hope that uh, it, it, it still keeps that same fun and uh, we get some Alien episodes. Because the Alien episodes were always always my favorite uh creep show another one is now on uh amc as well that was a shutter exclusive gotta put stuff out there so check out if you can grab a few episodes of creep show right now they're airing on amc or check out amc on demand i think they might be on there as well uh, there's also a three thousand dollar haunted house lego set available right now uh, it, it opened up for buyers uh like like lego club or whatever it is but this this haunted house looks really cool i'll definitely make sure to put a a link in the bio on this thing but it, it's so much fun you know that it was the last time they, they released a haunted house it was god man seven or eight years ago i didn't know any of these haunted houses but i just think they're a lot of fun <laughs> oh man new mutants is finally coming to theaters august 28th or is it i mean really is it i feel like this is the new like the day the clown cried. Like we're never gonna see New Mutants ever come to theaters. Uh, it's like the the infamous joke, but that's what they've said. It's what Fox is sticking to right now. Is that they want to keep with the box offices. They could have just thrown it on Hulu for all of us. We all could have enjoyed it, but no, no, we gotta wait till August 28th. Apparently, right now, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is directing a horror movie uh, through Blumhouse. How, how fun is that? It's called Mother Nature. Uh, I think that was part of the the rights and, and and stuff. Whenever she was getting signed on to do Halloween and the next three Halloween movies, uh, you know, giving her some some way to like stretch her, her creativity limbs and, and actually direct a film that she actually cares about. So that that'll be really cool. Mother Nature, from Jamie Lee Curtis. Talk about a horror legacy, right? Your mom was in like one of the most popular horror movies of all time, and then you were a teenager, and then you became like you are now like the final girl but like Lori strode is like so better than a final girl like she's beyond final girl but uh to, to see and then she went into prom night and a bunch of other horror movies and to see her now directing her own horror movie it's like wow that's that's crazy <laughs> kong versus godzilla is moving uh to may 21st 2021 because twenty 2020. twenty. And there you guys go. That is all the news, horror news for for this month that that I could squeeze out. I, you know, guys, I don't want to I don't want to give you lackluster episodes. I try to like get a little backing here, of some some kind of up, something to update you with. And man, <laughs> things are dwindling. So we're gonna get into a little bit of gaming news since I do the Twitch page and stuff. And there's a lot of really cool horror uh, games out there that I'm streaming. You know, there there's there's these. Dir- dev teams are crazy and the scares that they put out are so cool and so much fun that i'm trying to shout it from the rooftops i want to let people know about these different devs out there that are making these games and you know horror gaming is 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 just as important as horror movies like right hand in hand and sometimes can be more effective in scares than a horror movie can it's it's kind of weird um so yeah if you can check out some of my streams check out some of the top clips i clip out some of the scariest moments uh certain things that happen and, and, and things can get really intense and horror game. and I, I i get every single new one any new one that comes out i try to push uh out there and show you guys and play live monday through friday it's a lot of fun uh over at uh twitch.tv backslash horror underscore guy i don't know if you guys are familiar with the dark pictures uh, this is the the crew that did uh, Until Dawn, starring Hayden Panettiere, and the uh, guy that played Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, Larry Fessenden, the writer and director. He did. He wrote uh, this game, and it was wonderful. It was for the PlayStation, and this game is. It, it looks like a horror movie. You're navigating somebody around a house and in the woods, and they have their friends there, and shit goes awry. <laughs> Wendigo. it's a great game uh check it out their second entry uh, they started a thing where they're calling it the dark pictures um, and the dark pictures are basically I think there's like eight installments in the dark pictures and they're all different stories and the real first installment after until dawn was man medin and it was about a bunch of kids uh being on a boat basically you know having uh, like you know pirates not like our pirates but like you know like i am the captain now pirate you know people take them over and you know they're trying to find something precious you know when you're looking for for treasure you know and you're in a tomb or something there's there, there might be spirits there that lurk with it and, and might screw things up with you and seeing isn't believing all the time uh but it was a great game i streamed it during my charity stream uh earlier this month during the australian fires uh, to raise money, and we did Man in and it was so much fun. I had a great time, and I made some bad decisions because I think I was a little loopy from staying up for a full 24 hours playing video games. And uh, <laughs> man, that game was a lot. Well, we have a new entry called *Little Hope*. Um, it's going to be uh, about out in like New England, and it involves witches, and it has uh, the kid from uh, was it *Midsummer*. Um, he was also scheduled to play Pennywise in the last It movie, uh, Will Poulter. Uh, he's going to be in it. He's going to be going up against um, the Andover Witch Trials or being involved in it somehow. It looks like it's a time thing. Very creepy, very scary. Check that out over on their YouTube page, over at the, the Dark Pictures YouTube page for Little Hope. Uh, that's going to be coming out this summer, 2020, which I'm surprised. So I'll definitely be streaming that on my stream, one of the nights, Monday through Friday, uh, when that drops. So definitely check that out. Uh, we got a Resident Evil 8 trailer. We got to see what Resident Evil 8 looks like. Uh, it looks like it's kind of like pulling a little bit off of from Resident Evil 4 with Villages. Is this is the Village. Um, looks like that we have a, a little bit of spirits and ghosts in there. Uh, really excited for that. Um, you know, that got kind of tail-ended release. Uh, look, we're around the PlayStation 4's or PlayStation 5's announcement and uh man that's a console that looks like something interesting a huge thing with ears uh and then the new xbox is a giant big black box that sits up vertically yeah uh so yeah can't wait to play resident late it's gonna be all in vr if you or not in vr however you want to play it um but yeah i played the last one in, in complete vr and streamed it and it was such a great time i would like uh i kind of want to rebuy a playstation vr specifically to play resident Evil 7 again uh werewolf the apocalypse earthblood just got a trailer and that's a game i've been uh kind of boasting a bit here and on my uh twitch page as well I, you know i'm a huge world of darkness fan i love vampire the masquerade i love everything that the, the world of darkness team does over a paradox and uh yeah they just released a new werewolf of the apocalypse earthblood trailer and this thing is gnarly man i cannot wait to see this game come to life and what kind of game it could be of controlling a wolf or controlling packs of wolves uh, just be sure that i will definitely be reporting on it uh, with that said vampire of the masquerade 2 bloodlines 2 has uh, a new collector's edition out It's going to ship from uh, europe it's 200 bucks a little pricey comes with the statue all of its dlc uh, and some other little trinkets and treats uh, I pre-ordered one I have some problems with it uh, I apparently I pre-ordered the game that for the PC with a disc and it's 2020 and I bought built my pc like a few months ago and I didn't put a, a drive in it because who uses discs anymore and their pcs and I guess apparently they're still making them for bloodlines so now I, I'm trying to get on the phone with them. it's a whole thing. Uh, but hopefully it, 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 it'll be a great game. Fingers crossed. I can't wait. It, I mean, the first Bloodlines game was my favorite game of all time. So I, I really hope this one turns out great. Uh, Pyramid Head and Heather both head on down to Silent Hill. In the new Dead by Daylight update that just dropped a few weeks back. Uh, it's a lot of fun. One of my favorite games to stream is Dead by Daylight. And they also added the bunny suit from Silent Hill 3 uh, as one of Legion's outfits to wear. So you can run around with a knife and stab people as an evil bunny rabbit. Dead by Daylight. What a game, man. Uh, Alan Wake sale is uh, its 90% off right now. I love Alan Wake. Uh, so you can buy this game dirt cheap right now through the summer sale. Uh, it's wonderful. That and American Nightmare, that they have it all bundled together. It's great. Well worth every cent. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's characters come back as Dutch in the new Predator Hunting Ground DLC. Uh, another game that I've been uh, playing a lot of, uh, talking with the, the guys over at Illphonic. Um Gritson was a great guy. I hope we can get him on the show one of these days. I know I've been trying to get him on, uh, but he's a busy guy. Uh, they're doing... Um, new DLC, that brings back Dutch Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. And they you know, he came in and did audio for it and everything. I think that's great. I want to see more stuff from the Predator movies in these Predator games. Whenever I get my uh, my concrete arena from Predator 2 and Danny Glover, you let me know because oh my God, that's what I want. That's what I want. Oh man, Uh, the dread X collection is now available. So Dread X collection for some of you might not know is a uh, collection from Dread central. They run the, the horror website. We got contact with them uh, and they're putting out, they're like little mini games and you beat each little mini game. And then it unlocks like a secret game at the end of it. Uh, and they're all these like little, they're all different uh, crazy ones from being deserted on an island and having, you know, you draw a face on it like Wilson from castaway. And then you have conversations like actual video conversations with your, your shovel and your, your boombox and your spear and then eventually you might have to get rid of them sacrifice them there's also games where you're using your hands to tell different incantations to get into certain places there's dark caves and ghosts and apocalyptic worlds and dread Axe collection is really great it's really cheap uh but luckily for you guys i have some codes to give away that's right i have five codes that i'm giving away Today on the everyday's Halloween podcast and you just have to write in to Hallow's Eve 365 at GMO.com and write me what your favorite horror game is. Let me know. Let me know what f- your favorite horror game is and uh, I'll select five winners and announce them on the next show and send you out a code. Easy as simple as that. All thanks to the Dreadx X collection. Uh, you know, they're a really good community of horror gamers who, once again, like I said, I've been you know getting really big into the horror gaming community and, and finding out these devs that are making these really cool, dark, scary uh, experiences. And I want to share them with you all. I want you guys to play these as well. And it's on Steam. You can download it right off of Steam on your, your PC. It's not like I'm going to make it get some weird ROM or anything. Um, but, you know, they work with our Discord, which, by the way, if you'd like to join the Everydays Howling Podcast Discord, if you know what that means or that makes any sense to you, um, you go to my Twitch page and there's a link right at the bottom of it and you can join our twitter and our, our discord and we chat in there every single day about horror movies or what i'm gonna be talking about on the show it's like kind of where the community is really gone um you know i had a community on, on facebook for a while and then facebook got really crazy and racist and i kind of backed away from that uh and then you know i usually do a lot of stuff on my twitter page um, but you know like twitter is so hit and miss and you can miss stuff all the time and so I feel like our Discord is like where we meet up. Uh, we also do horror movie nights every Friday night. Usually, whenever it's the Joe Bob last drive-in on Shutter, uh, we time it out where we, you know, we all turn on Shutter and the drive in and we all go into the Discord chat and chat and send gifts and talk to each other in movie night chat. It's a lot of fun. It's really cool. Well, now that's not in anymore. Uh, we can't do that. So we've been finding other movies and we kind of figure out, you know, what we all have and or, or what we all have access to. And we still use the discord, to chat with everybody. It's a really cool thing. I'd love for you all to come and join us. Uh, but yeah, make sure to go to twitch.tv backslash horror underscore guy and go to the link at the bottom, big discord link, and you'll be able to join us there. it will be a lot of fun. And that's where I met the, the dread central guys where I got these games. So pretty neat stuff. Last of us two released this week. We've been going through that on the stream as well man what an intense game i know some people aren't a fan of it there's weird protests right now i don't know why uh but that it's so good and the horror is there it feels like playing a horror movie it legitimately feels like you're walking through and being a part of a horror film i haven't finished it yet or about to i think we're gonna do that tomorrow uh finish up the last of us on the stream. I play every moment on there, so yeah, that game has just been great. I'm seeing a lot of people playing it, and there's even a, a, a last podcast on the left, a little wink in one one spot in the game, which I think is cool. All right, guys, let's move into reviews. So one of those films during the last drive-in was Aaron B. Koontz's Scare Package. This is a film done with seven directors telling a story of just mayhem. And if you are a fan of horror movies, this is the film for you. I mean, obviously, you're listening to the show, you're a fan of horror movies. It really kind of dives, like, if you know your stuff, it really dives in and has fun with you while also doing a horror movie. Like, it's kind of like a creep showy kind of wraparound thing that takes place in a VHS video store. While also telling tales for each video that they pull out. Really cool stuff. I love this film a lot. I I personally say it is like our days Evil Dead. Like getting something like, you know, independent horror movie uh just fans together to make a, a fun Splatterhouse gore film. And I think today it's definitely on the equivalent of An Evil Dead, and I highly suggest checking it out. It's on Shudder right now. Uh, They did a whole thing for The Last Driving where they put it on there. And I'm not sure if the Joe Bob one is still up there or not. But I'm pretty sure you can watch Scare Package on Shudder. Great film. So much fun. Highly, highly recommended. Now, on The Last Driving, they also did Hogzilla, which was a film that Joe Bob Briggs, horror host, extraordinaire, uh was in a long time ago and somebody was able to get the pieces together uh his male girl darcy uh unearthed this this ancient relic that was already bad and was falling apart but she found somebody uh at the studio to work on it and they, they finished it up they were able to splice it together put it out so really bad It's love the labor that they were able to get it out there which is really cool um but yeah that was a film scooby-doo Oh, boy. Now, this one, I have a little bit more to talk about because I am a big Scooby-Doo fan. Uh, my love started with the original series, obviously, and moved into Scooby-Doo movies. Not the movies from James Gunn, but the Scooby-Doo movies that were on television. We're talking about the ones starring Batman and the Adams Family and Phyllis Diller and the Three Stooges and King Kong. And they just have random people from the movies show up in Scooby-Doo. And it was really cheesy and really weird, but it was like comfort food for me. Um... So I love those things. I love Hanna-Barbera and and Wacky Racers and things like that. Well, in this movie, the Hanna-Barbera universe kind of spills over into it, and we get people like Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman and uh, Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt. And I was like, oh, my God, they're acknowledging Hanna-Barbera characters. This is amazing. Does it belong in a Scooby-Doo movie, though? well i mean there were guest stars in scooby-doo movies so it could work this one it feels like it could be a tad heavy-handed a little bit too much of other things and making it feel like a superhero thing with uh, blue falcon so much um though i personally liked seeing that stuff it wasn't so much a spooky scary film like something like you know uh scooby-doo zombie island or one of the james gunn films it was just kind of um you know it's your pixar romp it's your uh it's like what the adams family cg movie was like like it's just kind of like i hate to say it's so a cash in on the franchise and i would hope they did do it a little bit justice i didn't hate it i didn't fully hate this movie um but i wasn't like shouting it from the rooftops so i wanted it to be a little spooky but it has its moments the best part and i think you can find it on youtube is that they do the entire original intro with the new animation and it looks great seeing all the scooby-doo villains uh coming out and i was like that's what i want to see scooby doos all about the villains show me these villains uh but they did some whole weird thing in the movie and that's that's whatever but i don't know well they'll probably hit their restart button on another scooby-doo franchise very soon anyways uh the shivering truth on adult swim this is a series from Werner chapman he did uh, a lot of stuff on wonder chosen uh xavier renegade angel uh the heart she holler he was on South Park he, he's he's a very dark <laughs> weird dude but man he makes some of the coolest shit and The Sharing Truth is by far one of my favorite shows of 2020 you have to watch the series if you have Adult Swim or you can go to adultswim.com please sit down and watch the stop motion st- story every episode's about 15 minutes and I can't begin to even describe of what happens uh with the sick dark horror that you'll experience but real true life horror it's the the everyday stuff but it's just so warped and wonderful and if you like stop motion you'll really appreciate this shit series i loved it i thought it was phenomenal uh this is on their second season they just wrapped it up so you got two seasons to watch i'm literally handing you guys things to do during this quarantine so please take advantage (laughs) uh what we do in the shadows also just wrapped up its second season on fx another one that's freaking fantastic i loved every minute of the series uh we get to see some vampire cameos from the past seasons and in this one uh cameos from the films um guest stars including mark hamill doug jones uh the list goes on and on about people that just show up on the show that play vampires and it stays very Very gothic, on top of being hilarious at every turn. Well, that's going to do it for us here at the Everyday is Halloween podcast. I want to thank you guys so much for listening and uh, just continuing supporting the show. Uh, If you'd like to support the show more, make sure to go to Patreon.com/backslash/horror underscore guy. Uh, I want to give a huge shout out to Seamus Burke and Dustin Volger, who are both Patreon subscribers and are helping me out. I really appreciate that. It helps me do this and keep the lights on and keep things going, you know? Uh, and I also want to thank Ed Saldana, uh, um, more and Kilsis for, uh, donating for the last of us Two and letting us get that game on day one and, and stream that. That was great as well. Um, and yeah, join the join the Discord guys. That's where we're gonna be doing movie nights. Uh, you know, I'll be sending out things all the time on there. Uh, it's a it's a really cool place. We talk about horror movies, horror games. Just go to twitch.tv backslash horror underscore guy and click the little orange Halloween Discord logo and then I'll take you right to our Discord page. Um, and again, remember to email me Hallows Eve365 at gmail.com, your favorite horror game first five selections get a copy of the dread x collection for pc it's pretty cool pretty cool stuff free all free fun stuff all right guys gals stay safe and stay scary